big fat lethargic podcast thing with the stuff and the things uh the squeaky chair worst thing ever stuff loud noise hear that (coughs) drinking a big fat root beer tonight getting zooted oh hmm time is it it's podcast time Uh. it's official I'm hitting empty I am running out of things to talk about. Today is October 1st. There was a school shooting. But it was a community college, so I used the term school loosely. Oh, I said that on Facebook and some douchebag got really mad. Can I just say this? Nothing makes me more happy on the internet than to know I made somebody mad. 
I have nothing to talk about. So look what I got. It's the folder of goodness. Green folder time. Oh, this is going to be a short episode. I'm about ready to turn it off. So what do we do here in this podcast? We read dumb lyrics and dumb stories that I wrote in high school circa... 1991 or maybe 1992 perhaps perhaps could be 1993 and then we'd all sit back and laugh and laugh and laugh at how horrible they are but before we get to that we gotta take care of our this week's sponsor is uh, Napster.com. Is this the best we can do? Napster? <sighs> Napster. So you go there to the Napster.com and you download the Napster client and you make an account and you sign in and then there will be a little microphone symbol and you click the microphone symbol and you type in the code word lethargic and you get the entire Metallica catalog for free hey we should start coming up with these ideas before we do the podcast because making this stuff up on the spot ain't working out. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Not only am I boring, but I can't get comfortable in this chair. What's the alcohol content in A&W Diet Root Beer? 7%. Mm. Let's see. We are getting to the near. Well, we are getting near the end, folks. So let's see. Oh, holy God! We're not getting as near the end as I hope. One, two, three. Christ, on a pony. I am not doing four more episodes of this, okay? We're going to get through this. We're going to turn this thing around. Let's see. This is episode 10. I'm only doing two more, okay? I'm not doing four more. I got four more stories. We're going to have to do some doubling up, y'all. So let's, without further ado, let's get to some songs. This song is called Stand Up. Stand Up. Uh. 
Stand up. Are you the one who sits in the back of the room? Are you the one who talks only to yourself? You can't talk to anyone because they are different from you. You're misspelled special. You're misspelled smart. They're misspelled stupid. You're misspelled light. They're misspelled dark. They don't act the same. They act happy, but you, you're misspelled sad. Sad at life. Life that justs, that, that justs the same. Holy piss nuggets. Life that justs the same. Shouldn't it be life that's just the same? Oh, God. Sad at life. Life that justs the same thing over and over. Every day of this sad perplex perplexity called life. If you're a long-time listener of this podcast, that's the second use of perplexity in my lyrics. You can't do this. They won't let you. You have two misspelled live by their rules. Their regulations to bind special people like you. Bind your hands back behind you. But you sit and say nothing to them. So your hands will be free. You're misspelled the son of God. You don't have to listen to them. Get up. Stand up. Run around. Thank the earth's fever for giving you manners, virtue, freedom, and power. Stand up. Let them know you're misspelled here. Stand up. Let them know they can't hold you back because you can stand up. You don't know me, but I know you. You're the big guy. No, misspelled. You're misspelled. The big guy to stop the way I live. You don't care about me. I don't think so. If you did, I'd know. Lollipop, 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 that song sucked. Let's see if you can get any worse with this one. I seriously doubt it can get worse than that one. Have nothing to say about it. Just talk so much yourselves about it. Blah. I wish there was a college out there. Probably a community college that did a course of studying my lyrics and trying to decipher them. Uh. Oh my god, root beer is great. Uh. Oh. Uh. Oh my god. Uh. Oh boy. Sick of your lies is this song. This song is.
sick of your lies. The old man at the bridge, repent yourself to me. Let me feel all you see. Tell me all your secrets that you try to keep from me. Sick of your lies, walking around in circles, trying to escape you. I don't want no, I don't wanna anymore. I can't take no more. Sick of your lies. I'll live tomorrow. I'll die the day after. After you tell me all your secrets you keep. Sick of your lies. No more ways to hide the truth from your eyes. Stay your distance from my kick-ass foot. Sick of your lies? Don't stay hidden away from my thinking. Think tomorrow. If you don't, I'll be dead. Sick of your lies? What a trip. Tripped? Over the candlestick. Pinstripe rifts in time. Lying to me. Jumped into the river. Here's, here's something interesting about this song. When I said pinstripe riffs in time, it actually said pinstriped. What? Pinstripe through riffs in time. But I apparently I felt that didn't make sense. So I marked out through. And I think I did that with my kick ass foot. Mark it off with my kick-ass foot. Then I jumped in the river. Got another sound here for you. myself to sleep it's only been 15 minutes how am i going to get through this bonk bonk guess i'll play banjo in a little while Blech. i better have some more root beer for that uh -uh. i have this rubber bat here Just be happy that I haven't played Hamzilla yet. Just looking around the room trying to find things to talk about. You want to talk about Batman? Batman. 
Jason Voorhees. Myrna Loy. Fan. Some Valerian root. This song is called The Pains of Conscious. Conscious? Conscious. Conscious Throat. Why am I doing this? Can't write. I can't read. I can't talk. The Pains of Conscious Truth. I cry to myself for the second day. Open the lock, baby. Here is my key. Open the lock, baby. Get me out. Help me find the way. Because I don't know what is wrong with me. Open the book and turn the page. Skin on my bones begin to unroll. My thoughts become filled with rage. Cause you took everything with my soul. Lying in the field feels so serene. I take more than I think I can bear. The pathway out remains unseen. There's a sweet taste hovering in the air. I feel the pain echoing in my breast. The pain which so long I withstood. I don't feel best. I feel like the rest. I feel something flowing in my blood. That'd be the blood, I think. Falling. To run and hide is my command. And you know it's you that I despise. To scatter parts of me all over the land. But I see your plans through your eyes. I have no place to run and hide. My face is red with shame. You can say that again. I have not rewards of luxury and pride. I gonna have to jump into the flame. I gonna have to jump into the flame. I've got a Wii. I haven't played much of it yet. But once I finish Mad Max, I'm getting on that puppy. There's my pants in the floor. Oh my god. Here's a little classic. What time is it? Oh, 
Okay. I think we're going to make it to 30 minutes at least. I think we can do it, guys. Let's turn this thing around. This is a little classic. I've said before, I had a band in high school I was in called Lethargic. And we played a show at school. Actually, we played two shows at school. We played our first show in 11th grade at the big original music festival thing. We played five songs in 20 minutes. We was the opening band. We was well received. Not because we were good, but because we were stupid. And made people laugh at our stupidity. We were the talk of the school. We were the talk of other schools. We was at a family reunion just after it. And my cousin came up and said, Is your band name Lethargic? I said, Yeah. And it turned out they was talking about us there. So, and this mistake was made a lot. But they thought, since we was well-received playing for 20 minutes, that in 12th grade, we should be the main attraction of the show. Oh, boy, was that a mistake. <sighs> We were so not an attraction, even nobody from our families went that time. We all had family members go to the first show, but when they're having our big headlining event, it was us and our teacher, and I don't think anybody else, maybe two people. This happened before. There, there was a punk club type thing that we used to play at a lot when we was a real later on in our adult lives quote when we was a quote real band there was a place called Lucy's Record Shop we played there 3,000 times and we got to play at the last show when the place was closing and of course it was the closing show there was a bunch of really popular bands and then us. But because it was the last show and a bunch of popular bands, there was a, a lot of people there. Over capacity. New owners come in. They start to club back up. They know that we played that last show. So that means we must be awesome. So they book us to headline the first show of the new club. And it was a Wednesday night show. And I think we played to eight people. That could be in a huge exaggeration. The only thing I know for sure is Jason Carroll was there. The sound guy was there, so it could have been only two people. Oh, no. The owner was there. That was embarrassing. So three people, at least. I think it was eight. Perhaps seven. Perhaps nine. But I can only 
testify to three, not counting the band. Anyway, anywho, the lyrics I have here are lyrics for a song we played at our first show in high school. Oh, I forgot the best part. I am a terrible storyteller. So the first show in high school, 11th grade, we played five songs, 20 minutes. Next year, we're seniors. We are big, fat seniors. We're like, we, we are the big, fat dogs on the campus stage. So we're headlining to the three people in the audience. We went into that show saying, we are going to play literally every single song we've ever played. We wanted to play until they had to shut us off and make us stop. We were going to go for two, three hours. We were going to ruin everyone's night. We talked about this for weeks. The thing was called Original Music Fest, but we was going to go up there and do an hour of cover songs at least. And then all our originals from when we was just started to that day. We were going to play a marathon. We were going to make a scene. We were the big fat seniors. We were going to go out with a bang. And then we got up there. And I think we played. For the same 20 minutes we played before. And I'm. I know nobody's there. The show is not going well at all. But I am still. So. So in on the big plan. Who cares if they don't like us? Who cares if there's not a lot of them? Let's ruin their night. This was something I always enjoyed doing. Even when we was in the real lethargic, I was taking it seriously and trying to be good. We had a, a cover of Palisades Park. And instead of doing the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do on the guitar, <laughs> me and the singer just screamed it like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was the worst thing you ever heard. It was so annoying, and it was so fun. It was my favorite moment in my entire musical repertoire. Loved, loved, loved it. And when the crowds... We're just sitting there or standing there staring at us and just pissing us off with their apathy. We would make screaming that song as annoying as humanly possible. Because if you're going to stand there and annoy us, we're going to annoy you right back. So... We're up there playing for 20 minutes or so. 
Then the senior turns around and says, Ixnay on the plan A. He's all, forget about that. Let's just play this next song and get off. And I was so utterly disappointed and pissed off. I was steaming mad. We argued on the stage for at least five minutes. But it was a battle I couldn't win because I couldn't make somebody keep playing. And he knew it. Him and Mike could just walk off stage and then I'm stuck there. Well, I guess this is over. So I relented and we finished the song and I left red-faced and angry and went and sat in the auditorium by myself. Steaming. And that was pretty much how that version of Lethargic ended. We were supposed to have one more show after that at Lucy's. But the singer decided to uh, vanish. We spent weeks trying to find him so we could rehearse. Never found him. One day we happened to go to his house. Like It was the Friday before the show, which was like a Sunday. Trying to find him. One last desperate attempt to find him so we could practice at least once before this show happens. And we're knocking on the door. He ain't there. So we're leaving. And then here comes a car pulling up. And it's him and all his goofy friends. And he gets out and comes bumbling over to us. Hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> and... Both of us just looked at each other like, what, what do you think? Why do you think we're here? We have a show in two days, and we haven't seen you in six weeks. And he just like acts like we didn't say anything. Like, we got a show. We wanted to practice. Nah, I've been working on a set list. Really? You've been working on a set list. But haven't been working on the songs. You know we suck. And now we're going to suck. Without practice. So we left and he left. And we went home and I called the club and canceled the show. And that was the end of the road. Until our triumphant return <laughs> but these lyrics are for a song we played at that first show in high school long about way to get there when it long and born road to get to me reading some more words these lyrics are for a song called satan's bride 
At that show, we played an instrumental intro song called Lethargic. Then we played Caveman. Then we played Satan's Bride. D. And Down on the Farm. We might, yeah, and we've also played Wolfman, so I guess we played six songs. Wolfman, Caveman, D, Down on the Farm, Lethargic, and Satan's Bride. I see your body covered in blood as I unload my loaded gun. I see your eyes, they're dark blood red. As I watch you join the dead. You take your last breath and you give a sigh. You turn your head and then you die. The angel of death takes you for a ride. You're destined to be Satan's bride. In a fire chariot you leave. As they prepare you for the demon's feast. As you enter oblivion you know. No one ever returns from this hellhole. You take your last breath and you give a sigh. You turn your head and then you die. The angel of death takes you for a ride. There's no way out. You're Satan's bride. The problem with these lyrics is they sort of tell a story makes sense. Because I didn't write them. The singer wrote them. He didn't learn them, he didn't know them, but he wrote them, and even he couldn't spell your right. Well, I managed to blab for 35 minutes, and now we got to do the story. How about we don't do the story? I don't know. Oh, fudge. Let's read it. On this one, the teacher wrote, Excellent story. Read in class if time permits. Oh, boy. I don't want to read it in class. I got an A on it. Excellent story again. And that's... Oh my God, I can't wait to see how this ends because she wrote... Oh! The teacher wrote... Oh! On my story. Then said... That's worse than having Superman die. Oh, that's worse than having Superman die. That was my review. So, I can't wait to see what happens. This story is by Jason Castleman. It's a short story. called 
the Black Knight. Oh. Up here it says Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. And then here it says the Black Knight. But either way, this was turned in on November 18th, 1992 in my fourth period English class. Let's go, folks. Let's strap in for adventure and intrigue with the Black Knight. Part 1. Root bear time. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Ah, it's not cold anymore. The Black Knight. Part 1. Upon returning to Camelot from his adventure with the Green Knight, Sir Gawain meets Arthur, 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 and informs him of his journey. The king gives him his blessing and gives him his next orders. Was this embarkment a very tiring journey, Sir Gawain? asks Arthur. Indeed it was, your highness, replied Geron. My arms are tired from battle, and my legs are sore from walking, for my horse died early on and the journey. I have a special room prepared for your resting, says Arthur. The king snaps his fingers, and in walks a pale, thin boy, no older than... Sixteen years of age. Oh boy, I like where this is going. Jared from Subway. What? A, your servant will show you to your room. Thank you, your highness, replies Gaywand. The servant leads Gaywand down a lone hall and out into the cold outside air. I would like to congratulate you on the return from your journey, master, says the servant. Thank you, replies a tired gay one. Where is this room that you take me to? It is on the fourth floor of the main tower, says the servant. Too many steps for a man in your condition to climb. I can make it, says Gawain. After, after removing his gear, Gawain lays down and falls asleep quickly. Later on in the night, Gawain is awoken by screams and the clang of swords in battle. He jumps out of his bed and peers out the small window in the east wall of the room and sees wounded and dead soldiers scattered on the castle grounds. Then, through the heavy closed door on the west wall of the room, he hears very loud footsteps slowly making their way up the stairs. Frantic! Gawain reaches for his worn-out armor and starts putting it on his still-tired body. Gawain has everything except his gloves, boots, 
and the helmet on before a robot-looking creature crashes through the heavy wooden door. The teacher remarks, Exciting! There before Gaiwan stuck, stood, stands, it's some word like that, stands a nine-foot-tall man with solid black but shiny armor. A solid black sword, as long as Gaiwan is tall, looms over his head. Who are you? asks Gaiwan. Gaiwan. I, it's spelled G-A-W-A-I-N. Gaiwan. Okay. I am the Black Knight, says the menacing figure. I am here to challenge you to a battle. Oh my god, I dropped it. I will give you one year to find your best sword and to prepare for our confrontation. But where will this battle take place and why, asked Gay Wayne. Just be here in one year and you will get all the answers you want. For some reason, I ended that line with a question mark. Answers the dark creature. Then without a sound, the black knight disappears. <gasps> Part 2. Gay Wayne tells Arthur what happened and asks for his advice. Arthur replies, Gay Wayne, to defeat the Black Knight, you are going to have to go on another journey to the Vola. When you reach it, find the White Wizard, racist. He will tell you how to reach the White Sword, racist. <coughs> The only weapon that can penetrate the Black Knight's armor. After a three-month ride on horseback, Gay Wayne reaches Volaw. As soon as he sets foot into town, a strange old man stops him. I am the White Wizard, and I know why you are here. The sword that you seek is in the cave in the east but i came from the east the cave's entrance is blocked by rubble from a curse placed on it by the black wizard to enter you must find the sacred plague <laughs> black plague black get on your horse and ride for one day to the west there is a grassy field. There is a treasure chest. Open the chest and get the power to play black and read. It's a black. Get the black and read it out loud. <laughs> then go back east and you will find the entrance. The next morning, Gay Wayne sets off. For the west and finds the plaque. Now back at the cave's entrance, he enters it slowly. 
After two days of walking in the cave, he reaches a room filled with treasure chests. A sign reads, One of these treasure chests contains the white sword. The other 19 contain death. Gay Wayne goes to the middle chest and opens it very slowly, with his eyes closed. Gay Wayne opens his eyes and peers inside the box. Inside, he sees a white sword. He reaches down and picks it up and holds it toward the sky. Suddenly, a burning sensation fills his hand, then his arm, then his chest, then his legs, and finally his head. Gay Wayne falls to the ground screaming in agony. With all his strength, he tries to crawl towards the exit, but he knows he will not make it. Gay Wayne falls to the ground and slowly dies. The end. Oh, this worse than having Superman die. My English teacher was terrible. As I read it, I see all kind of spelling and grammar errors I make, and she doesn't check any of them. She checks everything else that doesn't matter. Through the whole thing, whenever I said a number, I used a number, and she used it, she, she circled it, and said, spell it out. So such, this, this line right here, the other, one of the treasure chests contains the white sword, the other 19 contains death. Shouldn't it be the other 19 contain death? The other 19 contain death. The other 19 contains death? But she didn't mark that. She just marked that 19 wasn't spelled out. There's no wonder I write as bad as I do. This teacher has failed this city this podcast sucks and it's over